I'm recording. I am recording as well. Hooray! Is it bad that all I'm thinking in as I'm thinking about No Exit is Usher's No Limit? Like that's that song is stuck in my head. Do you know it? I don't let's sing, know it. I can't let's, say that I do. let's sing that for the theme song. Hey guys, I was welcome to say, we but get... I imagine it's gonna be dropped in behind this. So. You know, it might happen, it might not. <laughs> Let me keep you guessing. Uh, hey guys, it is Winging It, the West Wing podcast. And my name is Andrea over here. And I'm Sally. And today we're talking about season five, episode. Oh, it's got to be episode 20. Uh, no exit. 20. And yeah. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. How are you feeling today, Sally? I feel indifferent about this episode. <laughs> I feel great about the day. Like, I'm in a great mood. I just. We'll we'll get into it. Okay, fair enough. Uh, shall <laughs> we? we? Sing. Yes, my my vocal cords yeah. are a little bit um, raw, but I'm 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 ready. Yeah, I haven't had a voice like a real voice for a while. So <clears throat> okay, so everybody just set right. your expectations lower <clears throat> than they already are. <laughs> yeah. Da, da. I tell people who I'm going on tour with because I just had a moment where I envisioned those yeah. people singing the West Wing theme oh song. Oh my gosh! Wouldn't can that be you cool? Make that <laughs> I don't know. I haven't even. That met would them be yet. amazing. All right, just um, feel it out. It's all right. I'll I'll tweet about it. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. So, what is happening in today's episode? Well, I will tell you. <laughs> is that yes, a rhetorical you should, question? You should tell people. <laughs> okay. So there is what might be a drill, might not be a drill, of a lockdown situation because of some sort of uh, chemical attack at the White House. So what happens is that we get pairings of people throughout the West Wing that are in lockdown together. So we have uh, Josh and Kate, Kate Harper, uh, CJ and Donna. Girl talk time, so fun. Toby and Will, you know, gonna kill each other. Um, and then obviously uh, the president, uh, Debbie and Charlie, as well as mm-hmm. Leo and Abby in the residence. And that is what happens in this episode. Good yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> I looked on the internet and apparently that No Exit is a play that was written by Sartre, which is referenced in the scene with Toby and will and mm-hmm. basically the the thrust of the episode is that hell is other people <laughs> so it makes sense that other people that uh people would be trying to deal with their issues in this forced quarantine so yeah there you go there you go that's it <laughs> what 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 are you feeling right now sally what, what do you think about this episode i I feel totally indifferent about this episode. Really? And I'm bummed because, yeah, and because I felt like it had gone on such an upswing in the last few episodes. And this one to me was just. How do you I, not? There's just very little I like about it. Why? <laughs> um. All right. Well, I don't like. Let's start with. I, yeah, I your like least the favorite. Potential, <clears throat> uh, I like the potential of the CJ Donna situation. I like them being in a room together. I like them having this, you know, girl bonding moment, I guess. And then, but I don't like how that ends up. I don't like where that goes. 
Um, putting Will and Toby in the room together, I just, I, I like the more odd pairings. So seeing them together kind of felt like beating a dead horse. Like, we get it. You don't like the vice president, and you do, and, da -da -da, and you hate Will, and blah, blah, blah. And that just felt whatever to me. <laughs> um, I liked, I guess I liked the president. I always liked the president and Charlie and Debbie. So like them, the three of them together, that was fine. Okay. I think I just felt like it was really overly dramatic and like, oh, we're locked. It just felt silly to me, honestly. Like we're locked in this quarantine and it felt sitcom-y sit to people me. People love sitcoms. Um, people do love sitcoms, but it's not why I watched <laughs> there was the no laugh. There was no laugh track. It wasn't like, oh, when uh, Toby almost got his back broken by the CIA agent, there, everyone was like, ha, 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 Oh, I did not like that moment at all. It just felt <laughs> ridiculous to me. It just, I think all of it just felt like. They were trying too hard. I don't know. You should talk about some of the good things. I feel like I'm just being so hateful. Well, no, this so is what did you like this about is good it? Good because I just thought we would be of one accord, Sally. I just thought that <laughs> we would love it for all the same reasons. I wouldn't have much to say because of that. But, um, <laughs> well, I I'm all about the relationships. So I like I I don't think that the Toby and Will thing felt like being a dead horse maybe initially okay. because i feel like it went to a different place i feel like they yeah it did go a little deeper some, than yeah I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that it went to a deeper level and they both aired their grievances it was like festivus and they were able to say and they were able, able to move past it in in a way i think yeah there was some resolution that they didn't have. I feel like they needed to have that scene. Otherwise, we would get the same back and forth of, you left us. Why are you grooming Bingo Bob? He's not the guy. Yeah. You should still be here. Um, so I feel like that was necessary. And I'd, I'd have to mm – -hmm. we're going to keep rewatching the rest of the seasons. I don't really <laughs> remember, like, where their relationship goes from here. But – Yeah. Um, we'll find out shortly. Well, I'll remember shortly. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so as far as Toby and Will goes, I liked that. I definitely liked Donna and CJ. We can for sure circle back to that. The only pairing I didn't quite enjoy was Leo and Abby. But honestly, and I love Sagar Channing is amazing. But and Le and obviously, um, like everything, Leo is wonderful. But it yeah. it felt so acidic to me. It just felt very dour. The whole <laughs> Leo having to kind of be. Uh, you know dogging after abby about her volunteering and whether or not she should do it and how it's gonna look like it and then she's taking pills i mean that the whole scenario just felt like icky and not uplifting at all yeah i agree with that <laughs> I, yeah that one <laughs> sorry i'm just processing I, I have a lot of thoughts um i think that one was almost equally as frustrating to me as the Donna CJ thing because I love Stalker Channing and I love everything about the first lady and Leo's interactions and like relationship. Um, and John Spencer, of course, like I, I love watching those two actors act. Uh, so I feel like it could have gone, and that's how I felt about the whole episode. Like, I feel like it could have been so much better because I agree. It felt it just ew, it just felt icky, kind of. It felt like you didn't want all these bad things to be happening. I don't know. And 
there was something disjointed about it for me. It was like, oh, she's taking pills. Oh, Leo needs to get an EKG. The pill oh, she's serving at yeah. the she's serving at the shelter. Like, you know, like there was just so much going on. It was like pick a pick a battle. Like, let's have one conflict. It felt like they were trying to throw too much the sub, into that for the me. Sub, yeah, the Leo and and uh, Abby thing. It did feel like the subtext did get a little convoluted. Like you're not totally sure yeah. like, which argument they're having. Right. Right. That's fair. Yeah. So I felt that way. And that that was, I guess, maybe that is why I'm so indifferent about this episode is because I do feel like trapping the characters in a room could have been really fun and really interesting to watch them either duke it out or just get to know each other, like in the case of Josh and Kate, or just sort of get to a different level. Like it could have been really great. And I feel like, because I do love those character moments and those character times um but i just i feel like it wasn't executed as well as i wanted it to be i think hmm what about well yeah were there other things you did like i mean i have plenty of things that i liked um particularly i mean i thought the kate and josh thing was a great pairing because you get yeah first of all we get kate who we don't know very well at this point this is only her second episode Mm -hmm. i believe and you get Josh, who's like the quintessential know-it-all, and you get this, you get Kate, who actually knows more than him in terms of certain security clearances. And so I just love that you get this, like, you get the dynamic, the tension between the two intellectually, where right. he thinks that he knows yeah. better, and he even goes as far to... uh criticize her at the end about her communication skills and she's just like being coy and taking the high ground you know she said that she was overseas uh when she was um i don't remember not hostage or yeah she was taken hostage overseas or something um yeah i just i loved kate and all of that because clearly you know that she's covering for things and i just thought it was just a really interesting way that she played it I agree, and I I really liked their dynamic in the sense that, like, she seemed so unimpressed with Josh's banter, and Josh's initial reaction to that is sort of just, like, to anyone that isn't impressed with his, like, wittiness. It's sort of like, you don't get it, or you're not smart enough, or whatever. And so to watch her throughout the episode sort of be like, no, I do get it, I just don't, I'm just not impressed, I just don't think it's funny. And of course, that's never said, but it's just the way she is towards him because she gets the jokes and she can make the jokes. She, it's just not her personality. It's not her style. Yeah. And so watching those two personalities together was really fun for me, I thought. And yeah, and just getting to know Kate as a character was fun too. Yeah. So I, I did enjoy that pairing. Yes. And she brings so. the water in. That was smart. And then yeah. even at the end when Josh is asking like what she talked about with the person in the hallway and she's like, oh, his daughter's taking ballet. She's not very good. Like it was just, I, I loved, I loved <laughs> yeah. all of that. And I love when she tells him about the Panama thing. She's yes. like, okay, it's not just that your joke was, wasn't funny. Like I thought that showed like, all right, we bonded. I kind of trust you. Mm-hmm. Here's this nugget of information. So yeah, please I don't really send me enjoyed to prison. that pairing. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that is why the Will and Toby thing felt like beating a dead horse. Even though I agree we needed it to move on with their storyline, we see them together all the time. So it was so fun seeing Josh and Kate together, and it was so interesting seeing CJ and Donna together and still could have been so much better. So I think it would have been fun to see 
Will and Toby paired with different people, but I don't know. I don't know who because I yeah. liked the other pairings too. So well, you know. yeah, fair enough. I understand the novelty of that would have been interesting. You know, maybe yeah, another Charlie Toby would be cool. But yeah, like I said, it, we they did have to make some breakthroughs in this one, and they had some really good points yeah. about. You know, the the VP upstaging the president at the correspondence mm-hmm. dinner, which I'm surprised yeah. that anybody would let that happen. You know, and, and right. Toby said, like, anytime there's another POTUS v. POTUS event, like, you're going to have to clear it with me. Well, pretty sure that should have happened either way. <laughs> right. But, right. Um, and seriously, how have they not reassigned somebody to Sam's office? I mean, there's, like, prime real estate that's just been... I was actually making so that right and like having them sit in this empty office is just bringing our attention to it being empty i don't know yeah. i mean it's probably there just just for dramatic effect but i mean yeah come on i i did i will say for as much <laughs> strife as it can be sometimes i did love josh molina in this episode i liked how playful i did got- too he got to be, you know, he's trying to get Toby to put a cold soda on his head, which you know is not going to happen. And I love seeing him try to make it happen. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I really liked I jo- Josh in this one. So shout out yeah. to to him. And-, and talking about moving Charlie, I really liked, I think the president and Charlie and Debbie sort of had to be together because they're just this like dysfunctional, weird family and it is so fun to watch the three of them because we don't really I, I mean we don't really see the three of them together like ever yeah, they're, we they're see busy. Debbie and Charlie or Debbie mm-hmm. and the president and Charlie and the president but having all three of them together and watching their sort of comfort level and just their familiarness and their I don't know their banter and their ease it was that was fun um when the you know after they've all taken their showers and the president has his feet pulled up on the couch. That was weird. Um, <laughs> but it was fun to see them relaxed like that. I mean, except for, you know, the... the except for the whole, scare. like, possibility of having the plague. <laughs> yeah. Heavens to Other Betsy. than that, they were just chilling in their sweatsuits, you know? Ooh. That would be cool if there was, like, a run of those sweatsuits. I would buy one. If the <laughs> West Wing, If the West Wing Weekly wants to use their sponsorship money and create track suits i could get i could get down with that instead of a pin i have no yeah. use for pins but yeah <laughs> um, um yeah so donna and cj yeah donna and cj i listen mm. i i love cj craig she just truth bombed it like there yeah this was another like when amy gardner asked donna are you in love with josh we haven't had anything this vulnerable and hit this close to home since then i don't think and that was who when did that even happen was that even in season season five end of season four so talk about our slow burn we needed we needed all of these things to to grow so thank you cj for bringing it what should i be doing instead of this anything you should Go to lectures and symposia and look for opportunities with nonprofits and have one night stands with reporters from the Post Intelligencer and go on dates with uh, what's his name from the Solicitor General's office and anything that doesn't have to do with Josh Lyman. Wow. Okay. Let's not do this. 
Yeah, I I'm I'm all on board with that. I was all on board with the truth bombs. I was all on board with them having it out and just being honest and and I don't know, like I thought I thought it was a great opportunity to have these two female characters bond and like because why don't we see them together more? Like I would hope that they would be better friends and the whole the whole West Wing is sort of like a little family and there's so much opportunity for Donna and CJ to have moments like this, but they're not. They're very standoffish with each other. Uh, not standoffish, but you know what I mean. They're not, I don't know, they're not like buds. So I thought it was a great opportunity. Well, they're all busy during the day. Well, yeah, I know, know, but like, but you know how CJ and, CJ and Toby are banter back and forth and CJ and Josh and they're all busy. Like there's a yeah, missed that's, opp- that's opportunity, um, I think. yeah. Especially because both of the actresses are so fantastic. So if nothing else, let's stick them in a room together more often because it was so fun yeah. to watch them together. Um, I just wish there had been mm. a little more resolution from it. And I get, because I get, there doesn't need to be resolution on Donna's part because it needs to be the thing that ignites her to move on and to, yes. to go out there and take on the mm-hmm. world and all of that. And I get that and I'm I'm on board with that. And I thought it was a great storyline in that sense. Like, let's use this honest moment with CJ to like snowball that. But then why couldn't we have had more resolution than just good night, you know, when they leave? I wish that they could have come to a, a better closure between the two of them. And, and maybe that good night, there was supposed mm-hmm. to be more that was unspoken. But I guess I just felt like it was... Like, good night, I forgive yeah, you. I love yeah, you. Yeah, like... I just... It's all going to be okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, ju- I just... I don't know. So that was my... That was sort of my gripe with it because the whole episode, I'm like, I love this. This is great. Like, CJ and Donna, yeah. And then it's like, no, wait. We're not We're not going to resolve this? We're not going to, like, acknowledge that you were right or anything? Like, no, you know, like, there was, I, there was an opportunity for closure between them. And it, they just robbed me of one extra good scene with the two of them. So, I'm <laughs> a grudge. Oh. But when Donna says, let's not do this, oh, yeah. man, and she gets all watery. Oh, it's so, it tugs at your heartstrings, well, man. Well, I think that's why I needed the resolution even more because they were pretty mean to each other. I mean, they were being honest, but, like, they said some stuff that stung. And I just... I don't understand why they had to... So they there was just tearing each other down with no, like, building each other back up or coming to at least an understanding or at least an... I don't know. Something. <laughs> anything. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, I can understand that. I just loved that she finally spoke the truth and brought it to light. So I was kind of forgivable, forgiving on, on the rest of it. Also loved... There was a lot of really great jokes in in this episode i think i loved the part with the voodoo dolls um yeah he and you know cj is like don't worry you're not his first voodoo doll and they rarely work um <laughs> i loved when josh was asking donna like how do i take another call when he's just trying to hang up on her and yeah he hangs up on yeah. her it's the best yes um, that was really great that was cute and i i loved when toby was talking about how uh, you know, he can't tell anyone to evade as it as much as a seven eleven. Uh I don't know. I just loved a lot of yeah. it. Now, 
correct me if I'm wrong, is this the episode, I think, and I should know because I was there, but is this the episode that Richard was saying that he had a discussion with Deborah Khan about? Because I think that he approached Deborah Khan about an episode that involved a scene with he, uh, Toby and Will Bailey, and Mm -hmm. he kept saying that it needed to, she needed to rewrite it or rework it because he felt like it was the same thing over and over. And then he made her cry. (laughs) Um, But when she came back, it came back and it went to a deeper place and a different place. And I feel like that's this. This uh, episode technically was written by Carol Flint and Mark Goffman, but the story was written by Carol Flint and Deborah Kahn. So I feel like this is the one he was talking about. It very well could have been. I mean, this fits the bill. I can't remember. Um, But it it does seem... Because now I'm trying to think of other episodes where... Will and I don't think it happens again. I mean, yeah, not to my recollection. Previously, but I don't know if it was as big of a a storyline. I think he he might have even said no exit. I'll have to go back and listen. But if so, if so, I mean, it's pretty interesting to see the way that like the actors can influence the writing and and where it all goes. Um, But yeah, I think there were a lot of great jokes and a lot of heart. Obviously, not a busy night at the, at in yeah. the, on the world stage or you know we don't get any of the press uh in this one so but i i like it there were some weird parts like when debbie uh tells the president that for an anglo-saxon he was darn funny i could have done without yeah. that that just felt and weird the whole to me. beginning i remember watching it for the first time and still re-watching it knowing why they're doing it the whole beginning right opening scene when they're zooming in on it's everything very dramatic just, yeah it's so weird yeah. So, and do uh, what's your opinion on whether it was a a, a trial or not, a test or not? I'm confused because I thought we all like pretty much agreed that it is a test, right? Yeah, but then at the end, the only reason I would think no is because of the conversation that Ron has with the president at the end, where he's like, "Oh, they bought it." Or they didn't ask any questions. Or they didn't even question it. He says something like that. They didn't even question it. And he's like, yeah. And then they talk about having a suspect. And then I thought it was very unclear. And I even read the official West Wing Wikipedia. And they also thought it was very unclear. And I've seen a couple other forums. Not very unclear, but it's hard to know. When Charlie and Toby are walking out and Toby says, oh, false alarm again that one's getting kind of old like sort of implying yeah right we know better that's right i I don't know i I just wish they would have been like a little clearer yeah i didn't quite finish rewatching the episode but i remember it now (laughs) yeah i think (laughs) i didn't have time um i i obviously that's on purpose they just want you to think about it that it was a real thing i guess so i like that though i like the tension do you want to know one way or the other Uh, do i want to know yeah 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 (laughs) Uh-huh. I guess that's I guess that's something if we ever get Martin Sheen. I like uncertainty him. in storylines, but this isn't this isn't one of them where that really works. Yeah, me. I suppose when the plague <laughs> is in the balance. I don't need everything to be tied up with a bow, but yeah, with how like concrete this show is, and it, it doesn't really jive with this episode for me. So I wish they would have been a little clearer, but I don't know. But it makes it more suspenseful. It raises yeah, the stakes. So. You know, you're like, yeah. ooh, yeah. Except we don't ever come back to it, and it doesn't. I don't know. <laughs> It's for that. Um, well, other <sighs> other than that, I feel like the only things that really stood out to me were that a 
I didn't know that Nemo, there was a Nemo reference, a Finding Nemo reference in this episode, and I didn't realize that that was the same time frame. Doesn't that feel uh, so odd? Like, Yeah. It, yeah. it kind of like broke the fourth wall for me for a second, yeah. and I was like, oh, wait, and I had to like place it in a certain time frame. Um, other than that, uh, shout out to Donna's blue dress. I just think she looked really good, and it's worth mentioning. Also, Allison Janney was in Finding Nemo, so there's that. What? She was? Yeah. Oh. I didn't, she was Peach. I don't know. She was one of the fishes in the big tank. Oh, I wonder if she Speak. wanted to do that because of her influence of Gail. Do you think Gail made her want to be in Finding Nemo? Or maybe just the money? <laughs> <laughs> maybe just the money. <laughs> maybe a combination uh, also, of the two. Also, she is getting um, a, walk, a star yeah. on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I know. I wish I could be there. I think it's next weekend or like the 17th or something. And Richard was tweeting about how he needs to sing the jackal to her. So seriously, if anybody's going to L.A., Josh Molina will probably just podcast from it. It's fine. But like if anybody else is going, (laughs) we want to see pictures. You can uh, tweet at us or hit us up on Instagram or Facebook at Pod, and we will repost it because that certainly would, would be fun. And Sally, you let me know how she is in The Girl on the Train. I will. I was just about to say I'm going to see Girl on the Train. So I just get to watch Ooh. her for a little while again. Talk so. about no exit. That sounds like a <laughs> yeah. nightmare. I don't yeah. think I can do it. So. Uh, MVP? Hard to pick uh, for me. Ron Butterfield. No. No. Yep. He is not yes. the MVP, Sally. Yes. Just because yes, he's he doing he his job as a character. As nope. a character. Why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't talk me out of this. <laughs> why? Why is he your? Why is he your fave? You just need to back it up. I'm not gonna talk you out of uh, it. He's a superhero. <laughs> That's. I feel. Yeah, I feel good about that backup. So. I mean, I'm not denying that he has an important job, but like of the episode, <laughs> if we had to give an okay, let's 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 redefine well, MVP. I also let's say Emmy. Don't... The Emmy goes to not run. Well, Butterfield. that's different. That's totally different. Well, that's what I want to do today. <laughs> well, then the Emmy Fine. goes to Allison Janney because it always does for me. Okay, so. that's fair. All right. Yeah. I oh. I really liked Mary McCormick in this episode. I feel like she was okay. so great. and yeah. But I also love Donna. So I, feel, I want to split it between Janelle and Mary McCormick. Maybe they can have okay. a little joint uh, MVP sesh where they share it. Fair so. You guys tell us what you think. Do you like this episode? Are you like Sally and you're pretty indifferent about it? Tell us what you feel because we're gearing up for the last two episodes of this season and it's going to get super real and we're just about to be flooded with feelings. So email us with any West Wing thoughts, thewestwingpodcast at gmail.com and let's get into it. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next week for wait for it. Gaza. 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 Bye I guys. Know. Bye.